the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show. How you doing? Ah, happy Friday. Sunny, high 35 the deal today. Clear and a low of 13 tonight. That's crazy. A lot of clouds tomorrow up to 34. Sunday, cloudy. A couple showers possible, a high of 40. Thursday night football, Chargers over the Raiders in overtime last night, 30-27. Eagles are at Arizona Sunday at 4.05. That ought to be a good game. Hello, Victoria. How you doing today? You all right? Microphone's working today. 50-50 chance. We never really know. (laughs) There it is. Good. Now... Uh, you have maybe the ugliest sweater I've ever seen on a human being going today. And I mean that as a compliment. That, yes, today is uh, National Ugly Sweater Day. I didn't I'm know the that. one that remembered. I didn't know that. <laughs> Who told you that? Well, my mom reminded me last night, but I usually have it written on my calendar because I love wearing ugly Christmas sweaters. So. Is your mom the kind of person that... Uh, that knows all that kind of stuff. Today is National Chocolate nah, Chip Day. I'm the one that does, but she she gave me a reminder. Really? Yeah. All right. Yep. Well, it looks like you really. I'm the only festive one here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have an actual station shirt on. I look official today, but yeah, it was. It's rather. What does it say? It has a. It says ba. So, <laughs> it is a sheep or a lamb, I guess, and it says ba humbug. And then it. They go ba. Get it. <laughs> Yes, and and then it's, it's three dimensional. It's black, white, and has like this, this, I don't know, I don't know what you call it. It's a lamb coming out of your stomach. Yep, a wreath. <laughs> a wreath and a lamb. <laughs> it's like you're, it's like you're giving birth to a little lamb. <laughs> Something. Now I don't have any ugly sweaters personally. You don't. I don't, but I can tell you what I do have that's ugly that would be kind of in that neighborhood. The ugly sweatshirt. I went to Walmart, I don't know, four or five years ago, and I got a big, simple red sweatshirt. That's it. I'm like, on Christmas, I should be wearing red. doesn't say anything on it. Isn't it eh. No. No, it says nothing. It's a plain red sweatshirt. So it's an ugly red sweatshirt. Now, Vic, over here I have, guess on the have on the line, who you'll appreciate, who loves ugly stuff. Um, I could take a guess. Gary G. Cobb on the line. Hey, G. How you doing? Good. How are you? How are you? How are you doing, Tim? Good. You know, uh, 
Victoria is our new producer, and she has the ugliest sweater on I've ever seen. And I've ugly sweater day. Oh, and I, well, and I, it's that time of the year, right? It's that time of the year with yep. those uh, ugly sweater parties. <laughs> yep. Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, longtime broadcaster. Do you have any ugly sweaters in your collection in your closet? Uh, I have a couple exactly for that uh, for those events. <laughs> that's that's good. <laughs> Amanda's yeah. always prepared. Now, uh, folks may know, if you're uh, tuning in this program for any length of co- time, uh, G. Cobb has joined our program every now and again. We love having him on, talk football, talk faith, and everything in between, family. And uh, But, uh, G., this is the first time you've been on the program since Victoria joined our team. And you guys probably bumped into each other in the hallway at the Novacare Complex because Victoria actually worked at the Eagles for a while. I don't know. If I well, if she has, there. then I, I definitely have uh... – her over there at the uh, facility, you know, because uh, I be zooming over there. Uh, well, yeah, didn't use that word on huh? Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Takes on a new meaning these days. That's right. <laughs> that, that, that's right. Well, I, I go over there. You know, do, well, I used to go over there all the time. Now I'm zooming over there. Yeah, exactly. Well, welcome, <laughs> <laughs> welcome aboard. I'm glad you guys can uh, be introduced uh, by phone here, and we're glad to have you on a little bit with the Eagles coming up this weekend. Uh, hadn't been an uh, speaking of ugly sweaters. I guess it's been like an ugly sweater season for the Eagles. Yeah, it's it's been very disappointing, and uh, you know to see what's happened where you've had you know uh, you know Carson Wentz getting benched and everything. It it really has been a, a surprisingly down year. Uh, everybody expected more, but um, it, it has been disappointing from that standpoint. But you know. But who knows, you know, maybe they finish strong. You know, as bad as they played, they still got a chance to make the playoffs. Wash. <laughs> you know, it hasn't been a good year when the phrase ends with, but there's still a chance to make the playoffs. But, yes, I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm with you. You don't know till it's over. You know, you know till it's over. Washington 6-7, and seven, Giants are 5-8, and eight, Eagles 4-8-1, and one, and then Dallas 4-9. and nine. So they don't have to pass them. And they do play Washington in the last couple of games, so they, they have a chance to control their own destiny a bit. They still need some help, but it's possible. So what, what, what's your yeah, take? I mean, yeah, go ahead. You know, with, with the fact that, you know, they had the shocking win over the Saints this past week, you know, it, it gave everybody some hope. So, uh, you know, as bad as things have been, you know, people still have hope that something good could come out of this season. Hopefully, I'm, I'm. Believe me, I'm. I'm all about that. Not getting too far ahead of yourself. Take the next thing in front of you. You hear that from the athletes all the time, and it's more than more than just coach speak. I would think even as an athlete, you can't get more than a game ahead because your body can't. <laughs> you know, you just got to take care of yourself, especially in a contact sport like football. So, uh, and you would know. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah. You do, you do take it a game at a time, and yeah, you make sure you focus uh, on a play at a time and everything. You, you know, the, the the more that you can just concentrate on the things that you can tr- you can control, you know, during a game, you know, everything kind of works out. Yeah, life's like that a lot too. So, uh, yep. yeah, G. Cobb's our guest on the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. What's your uh, quick take on how things have gone to quarterback and and whether that was a good move or I mean, so far they got a win kind of after that there. But what are your thoughts on yeah, Wentz well, and Hurts? Well, you know, it, it, uh, it was the kind of thing that, you know, it showed that it, it worked last week. You know, it was a positive. You know, Carson had really been struggling, and he, he just, uh, just just hasn't been a, a good year for him. Uh, so, 
with the job that uh, Jalen came in, he kept things pretty simple. He was able to utilize his legs. You know, he's a good scrambler, and he's just getting the ball to uh, the the, uh, the different receivers and the running backs. You know, not trying to do anything extraordinary, just execute the offense. And I, I think this is going to be good for Carson to see too, which is maybe he's putting too much pressure on himself. And so, just take what's there. Don't be trying to get you know an eighty-yard bomb every play. Just take what the defense gives you. Hand the ball off to Miles Sanders, who's the guy who's going to make plays. Just get the ball in the hands of your playmakers, and, and they will help you succeed. And, and that's what happened, and, and that's a good, good plus. Eagles, Arizona, 405 Sunday afternoon. Uh, when you have joined our program before, G, you've also shared about other things and other aspects of your post-football life. And, well, you're still connected very much so in terms of the players you talk to and counsel. But uh, you also have gone into the prison system. And I'm reminded that this time of year especially, it can be a very hard time. Uh, any thoughts on um, how people can, uh, you know, help that in some way? Uh, maybe this is a starting point. They become a pen pal for somebody or, or minister in some shape or form. And it, you know, share however you like about that topic. Well, you know, I, I think, you know, you mentioned a pen pal, you know, or, or uh, because, you know, a lot, a lot of the uh, facilities are not open uh, to everybody because of the, you know, situation with COVID. So, yeah, maybe becoming a pen pal, uh, maybe you could do it on the phone. Uh, but, you know, just getting a word to somebody to, to encourage them, you know, that they don't, don't quit on life and don't quit on themselves, you know, because people make mistakes and they can get back up. You know, the Lord forgives and so they can get back up. And so to encourage somebody by, you know, sharing, you know, the word with them uh, that they can be encouraged to know that um, so many people, you know, all of us have made mistakes and you can recover, you know. So mm. don't give up on yourself. Know that uh, the Lord loves you and he cares about you and sent his son to die for you and that you can be encouraged and and know that there's positive things ahead for you. So uh, yeah. that's always good to, you know, hear some good words of encouragement. And if you can share those, you know, it, it, it uh, definitely uh, can uh, pick people up, and, and that's what we want to do. We want to be the kind of people that uh, after people uh, are um, encouraged by us, after they interact with us, they come out, you know, being better than they were before and, and, and encouraged and, uh, yeah. and looking at the good in life. So when, when you've uh, gone that, in, that's G, really a part of a, being a believer. When you, and when you've gone in and spoken to these, uh, these, these inmates and young men in many cases, what have you found as far as just the, the ability to, um, to, to, to drive a point home? They're going to, they're going to respect you obviously per, perhaps because of your athletic background and your professional sports background and broadcaster and all that, and maybe listen to you. Uh, but just what are they in need of the most from what you can tell? And uh, and do you have any practical – again, I think people can Google it. Perhaps even if it came to that, just how do you step into somebody's life? Or I don't, Because you've worked locally, I don't know if you had anything tangible that folks in the greater Philadelphia area could latch on to. Well, you know, I, you know, I, uh, you know, as for uh, – I, I know that there are pen uh, – you know, there are different situations where you can become a pen pal. Okay. And I would say that's something that, you know, you, you are contacting um, – uh, the prison system that you might be around, okay. that you know of some facilities that are around, and you know, and the, you know, the big thing that they're after is something that we just were been talking about, which is hope. You know, um, you know, to believe that there's some good things that are going to be in their future. You know, having the the hope and the faith uh, to believe that you know there there are going to be some good things down the road. You know, because 
you know, when uh, you have a youngster that, uh, you know, uh, commits a crime of some sort, you know, uh, especially, you know, we're able to go in there and we, we're able to share the gospel with them and to let them know that, you know, you can turn your life around and, and uh, the Lord has paid the price for your sin and the mistakes you've made in the past. And so, you know, you can get back up. You don't have to let uh, a mistake you made sideline you for the, the rest of your life that you can get back up. Amen. And so that's uh, the thing we're able to give them. And, and because I played, you know, I, they'll give me about 15, 20 minutes. The kids will listen because, hey, you, you know, you played in the NFL. Oh, well, you know, they're excited. <laughs> so they will sit there, and they're going to they're gonna listen for about 20 minutes. So I get a chance to share that with them and let them know that, look, you, you know, um, you got a lot of life to live. Uh, be assured that, that God forgives you, that he's not going to hold that uh, against you. And so you, you can get back up. You can, you can get forgiveness, and you can receive the Lord, you know, if you, if you have never received him as the Lord and Savior, and that you can, can live a life. And there are other people that have made mistakes, and they got back up. And, you know, you can be one of them. So that's, that's mm-hmm. something that you can see that light come in their eye because they can start dreaming again. You know, young kids, they dream, and so... You want them to continue dreaming of doing great things in their life. Amen. Gary G. Cobb, kind yeah. enough to hop on with us here for a few moments, played for the Eagles and Cowboys and Lions as well, and uh, among other things also serves in the prisons and, and speaks and uh, does other speaking engagements. And you can find out more about him and the writing he does, gcobb.com, the letter G-C-O-B-B.com. Uh, and, G, as we wrap up our chat together, just on a fun note for Christmas time, well, you, I know you got the big family and the grands and all that. What do you what do you have planned for the next week or so? Well, it'll, it'll be uh, you know uh, presents and eating, you know, <laughs> in either order, whichever. You know, we'll have to see, you know, with the snow. You know, we could be out in the snow. You know, it looks like you know uh, that we might have some snow here for Christmas. Uh, okay. So that that'll that'll be fun. You know, it's kind of. Uh, uh, just looking out the window the other day and seeing all that snow, you going, you know, this is hey, this is a good season for it. You know, we 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 uh we got good timeliness with the snow. Yeah. But after after uh, you know Christmas finishes and everything, uh, the snow can leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay with hitting the road? <laughs> okay, fair well, enough. Well, well, you know it means cleaning off the you know you got to clean off the car and all that, and you know uh, putting on some boots and trekking out in and then. Believe you know, me. I got to do a little shoveling on the stairs and all that <laughs> stuff, you know. So uh, wait a minute, don't you have all those grandkids that can handle that? That's what delegating is all about. <laughs> well, they do some of it, but you know, you know when you got to... You want to get done right? I know you got to get out there and do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Well, greetings to your family. God bless you as you celebrate the birth of our Savior and keep up the great work. Um, you know, in the circles of influence you have and. It's been a privilege having you on over the course of the year, and we'll hope to do it again in the new year, too. Hey, sounds good, Tim. You know, God bless you and your family and uh, all the audience and everything. Hey, uh, Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. Amen. High five. Big hug for you and your family, and we'll catch you again. Okay. Sounds good. I, I I will talk to you soon. All right. It's Gary G. Cobb. Glad to have him on board. And, again, gcobb.com. You can read about the sports writing that he does. And you heard some of the other things he's involved with. Loves to take, uh, you know, his faith on the road and be a blessing. Many different realms. And one of those realms is right here on the program. 
we had the privilege to have G on, I don't know, every, every few weeks or so. He'll give a quick call in, chat about some different things, take on the Eagles and take on life. And I always come away better for having heard. I hope that you, as you listen to this program, that that's true for you in one shape or form, whether you laugh, whether you're encouraged from scripture, whether you enjoy a song we play, or whether you enjoy Victoria's uh, extremely ugly Christmas sweater, all of the above. <laughs> I love my ugly sweater. Yeah, I know you do. I know that's why you wore it. You wouldn't have worn it if you hadn't. We have a brief break to take. Back into the program. Don't forget it's our now that's punny segment, which is always a lot of fun. If you have a pun you want to cap the show off with, we have, you know, we'll do 10 or 12, whatever it is. Text that in to 610-500-DOVE. 610-500-3683. Sometime during the show, be glad to use your pun and do a shout out during the program for that. Sandwiched in between. We jump right into the program. Didn't even get a chance to tell you. Carter Rubin, who just won season 19 of The Voice on Tuesday night, was it? I think. He's only 15 years old, Vic. He, uh... He's going to join us for a few minutes. He's like the youngest. Young phenom. Youngest male in history for The Voice. There's wow. A, there was a girl who won who was like a few weeks younger than him. Very strong voice. Amazing. We'll probably play a clip or two from that for you as well. And uh, much more. That's all coming up in the program. We also have uh, something to play for you from Jordan Felice. His new album, Say It, comes out today. That and much more on the way. Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. We can glorify your name. AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app, that's Glorify from Jordan Feliz. We had him on the program about 10 days ago. His brand new album, Say It, comes out today, and this is a little background on Jordan. I grew up in the church. I dedicated my life to Christ whenever I was eight years old. But, you know, like, as I got into high school, um, I actually really excelled in science. I remember coming home one day, and I, I kind of, like, started kind of, like, not believing anymore, I guess you could say, hmm. um, just because I was, you know, the sophomore taking a physics class. You, you know what I'm saying? And yes. so, like, I had taken, like, advanced biology, and I'd taken all these classes, and it's like everything that biology teaches us is does not line up with the Bible. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's there's no Big Bang Theory in the Bible. You know what I mean? And so I really just started kind of, like, talking to my parents about it, honestly. I was just like, hey, this is kind of what I'm dealing with, you know, and I'm kind of like in this space. And my mom and dad just sat me down. They were like, listen, we love you no matter what. But my mom said something that really kind of hit me. She said, I'm proud of you for, for being so studious about science and about, you know, how you're excelling in these, these classes. But I think that if you put literally just half the time that you put into your textbook, into your Bible, you might see a different opinion. And so I kind of took that as a challenge because um, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, let me go put some theory into this, <laughs> you know. Um, and so, <laughs> right. man, I just, I just dug into it, man. I dug into the Bible, like, real heavy. I dug really heavy into theology because it was, like, kind of the backstory of, like, what the Bible was and where it came from and who was writing certain books and I just really dove into it, and what I started realizing was, as odd as it sounded, I started talking to a lot of people about this whole thing, and, and man, I, I think it just kind of hit me that it actually does coincide in a lot of ways. Um, it's just that I was missing a lot of it, 
Um, and mm. I think that there's a lot of context in the Bible that gets kind of misconstrued just through, like, people, you know? They're like, oh, well, this happened in this time, and it's like, well, it, yeah, but it's also written by a human who can't actually discern things in, like, heaven, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. So, like, they're just discerning what they feel like God is speaking to them. And so for me, when I start, that started hitting me, man, I just rededicated my life when I was, like, 17. Mm. And so that that was when I really felt like I really started a relationship with God. That's Jordan Feliz. His new album is out today called Say It, and you can win a copy. We're actually giving that away for, I don't know, the next week or two. It's on our site at WFIL.com. Just click the contest page and have fun entering that. Uh, we have something called the Rewards Club. It's a listener loyalty club. It's free to join, very easy to be part of. And once you do, it takes about a minute or two. Then entering all these contests you hear about is super quick. You don't have to fill out your information all the time. You know, if you win, we need to know how to get your prize to you, that sort of thing. So, WFIL.com. I think it's the first square in the panel of contests. The Jordan Feliz new album, Say It. Quick break. We'll keep things rolling here at the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It's 432 in the Tim DeMoss Show, WFIL. Victoria wearing her ugly sweater. I'll have to, I'll have to bring my ugly red Walmart sweatshirt in to combat the powers emanating from that shirt. (laughs) It's a, it's something. If you just missed it, Victoria said her mom told her it's Ugly Sweater Day. And that is it National Ugly Sweater Day? It is National Ugly Sweater Day. Man. Yep. Well, I'll have to honor it next week because I'm not prepared. I'm wearing Professional Attire Day. I have our radio station official shirt on. So The only festive one here. Yeah. Well, you get props for that. Yep. 35 the high today. Down to 13 tonight. Holy Frioli's Batman. A lot of clouds tomorrow. High 34. Cloudy. Couple showers possible Sunday. High of 40. Eagles getting ready to play Arizona Sunday at 4.05. Washington's in first place at 6 and 7. The Giants are 5 and 8. Eagles are 4, 8, and 1. Dallas is 4 and 9. So that's just kind of a big sloppy mess in that division. But the Eagles still have a chance to make the playoffs. And Victoria spent a little time gathering kind of a little bit of a, a little perspective on how things have been going in Eagle Land this week, right? So we have some we have some clips that you were able to put together and thought this would be a good time as any to put them in. So if you're ready, are you ready, Victoria, for your fine work to be on display? I am ready. <laughs> All right. Let's hear what they think about Jalen Hurts so far. Yeah. Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts taking over for Carson Wentz. Uh, G. Cobb joined us at the beginning of the hour, talked about that a little bit. Uh, don't forget we have... Carter Rubin, who just won season 19 of The Voice, he's going to join us in a few minutes here. And also we have our pun segment on the back end of the program. If you want to text in 610-500-DOVE, your favorite uh, groaning kind of pun, dad pun, go ahead and text at the 610-500-3683. Just a brief little detour into Eagle Land and get our bearings. And, you know, they won this past Sunday against the Saints, which was not expected. They're 4-8-1 and one with a few games to go. Can they make the playoffs and all that? Head coach, 
Doug Peterson on Jalen Hurts, who took over quarterback for Carson Wentz in uh, Hurts' first career start. Well, I'm hoping the spark is a little bit brighter and and more of a flame now, and and obviously coming off a win, we listen. We've we've got to we've got to continue to to, to play well. Um, you know, he he gave us the spark that that uh, you know that I was looking for, obviously, and I think the team was looking for, and 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 you know we, we've got to do it again. You know, and just like I said earlier, we've got to kind of reset. This is another good football team we're playing this weekend, and and we got to we got to do it again. We got to do it all over again, but. Uh, we want to keep that that spark or that flame lit, and and we want to use that as momentum as we uh, you know as we finish up these next uh, these next three weeks. Fletcher Cox also from the Eagles on his, on the you know on what it was like to get that win against the Saints, which at least keeps them in shouting distance of a playoff spot. I mean, winning is always fun. You know, you got guys. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, um, win or lose, we have to be in the building. But you know, win, you know, winning is. Is, it, it, it fixed a lot of problems, you know. Um, obviously, um, you know, guys just, you know, walk around them with with the swag they always had, you know, you know, flying around in practice, uh, and you know, you know, overall, you know, just just to get a win after thinking losing with four straight games, and it's, it's also a relief. But we just can't pat ourselves on the back with that, you know. We know we still we still got business to take care of. Um, everything we want, I think, is still in front of us. So we just got to keep focus on what we have to do. Focus on us, you know. Make every game here on not about us. Uh, and really not about the, the the team that we're playing. We make it about us, man, and we got a chance to, you know, we got a chance to do something special around here. One of the Eagles' defensive stars, Fletcher Cox, another one of their defensive anchors, Brandon Graham, on the new quarterback Jalen Hurts and how he's been handling himself. Uh, you know, I've, I've always seen the confidence in him, uh, even before all this happened. But you know, just to see that um, he is, I mean, you could tell that he he's he's ready to go out there and show what he can do and. Everybody's excited for him because it's opportunity for somebody. And, you know, the way we're handling it as a team, it's been good. Uh, both parties, Carson and him, you know, supporting each other. And so, I mean, man, I can't ask for um, a better situation right now, especially uh, with the confidence he has. I'm just I'm just impressed um, just by how once you give him a week, you know, to prepare, I want to see what he's going to do this week. Hopefully upward and onward. Jason Kelsey, longtime censor for the Eagles, admitting, though, it has been a disappointing season thus far at 4-8-1. and one. Well, you know, I don't know that I've handled it any different, I guess. Um, you know, the biggest thing is that I'm an older guy, so it's really on me to try and uh, keep everything going in the right direction, to keep, uh, you know, everybody, um, you know, focused on the task at hand. But this is, this is part of football. You know, you, you're... You're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have seasons where you're, uh, you feel like you're unstoppable, and you're going to have other seasons where it feels like, you know, you don't know what's going on. Why, why we're doing this? What's, you know, we're, we're struggling. And, um, you know, the highs and the lows are something that you gotta, you know, appreciate. You gotta, uh, you know, it's really about what you do in seasons like this that make you as a player, as a teammate, as a coach. You know, how do you persevere through? All of these, uh, you know, tough times. There's not a lot of, you know, worse feelings in this business than when you're losing a lot of games in a row. Um, you know, so what do you do? You know, uh, are you a guy that, you know, uplifts others, that tries to uh, impart belief into your teammates, into your the people around you, and who looks at yourself in the mirror and tries to get better and try to be accountable to everyone? Um, you know, these are the things that I enjoy about. Losing seasons, finding out about guys, you know, who guys are, what they stand for, um, you know. So, you know, obviously I wish this season would have started off a lot different than it has and, and gone a lot different than it has, but that's not the way it goes. So now we're here. We're, we're where we are because of what we've done, 
you know, what are we going to do to fix it? What are we going to do to, uh, to, to, to right the ship and to, and to get this thing going in the right direction? And uh, you know, that's all part about of, of being a part of a team, uh, whether you're a or you're for sure. Jason Kelsey, good words there. Man, a lot of, lot of wisdom in what Jason had to share there. Appreciate Brandon and Fletcher and Coach Peterson's comments as well. We have a quick break to take, and um, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes Sunday afternoon. Victoria, I am looking forward to the fact that my son is coming home from Florida tomorrow. So one of the things we'll be doing, win or lose, just being together, making some popcorn and hanging out. Nice. You know, that'll be... That's what the, half the time the games are about, just being able to be together with friends. And where in Florida does he live? Uh, West Palm Beach. Very nice. He's got a teaching job. He's warm. He's college. And you know what? He, it is warm. Coming from warm to cold now. But he loves that. That's what, it might, what he says. I, I realize how much I miss Pennsylvania, all of the different seasons he grew up with. And Florida's kind of, you know, it, goes, it does go up and down, but it's just like. Not the same. Hot, warm, or not quite as warm. Yeah. <laughs> Generally speaking. Definitely so, not the same. Yeah. Brief break. We'll come back. Carter Rubin from The Voice going to join us. And we have our Now That Punny segment ready to roll as well. It's Tim DeMoss Show and WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL.com on the app. It's 4.43. You're listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, our famous Now That's Punny segment coming up in about 10 minutes or so, maybe 12, whatever it is. Want to get a pun in for that? Text it to 610-500-DOVE. Love to use yours on the air. 610-500-3683. But first, we're going to be joined by Carter Rubin, who just won season 19 of The Voice earlier this week. And to give you a little um, sample of Carter's voice and his work. We go to the blind audition, which is early on in the whole competition. And this is a little bit of what Carter sounds like. Louis Capaldi's uh, song, Before You Go. A couple of judges turned John Legend and Gwen Stefani. And joining us to talk about it is Carter Rubin, 15 years old. Hello, Carter. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Great. Congratulations on the big win. What a fun time for you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah. So let's unpack things a little bit, maybe a couple of highlights along the journey. Um, I'm thinking about the blind audition and what that was like for you, uh, in, including how it was paced, because you were singing for a little while, then John Legend turns, then you're still singing, then Gwen turns, and then it ends. It was very actually kind of even all the way through. What was that like for you as you're performing and you're watching and you're thinking and processing while you're still trying to hold yourself together to do the song? It's definitely tough because it's like, super nerve-wracking and you know my legs were literally shaking backstage I just remember being so nervous like I feel like I blacked out throughout the entire thing um I was focused on singing the song I remember and just trying to get it right and hit every note and then 
I saw John turned, and he was the only one turned around for a while. I was like, all right, team legend, let's go. <laughs> and then I saw Gwen turn around, who I had my heart set on from the beginning, and she was, like, turning around, and team Gwen, let's go. And I was so, was so excited. What's something in particular, anything stand out that Gwen taught you along the way? Any particular area of what you were doing or just about life? She taught me a lot throughout my entire journey, but I think the one thing that really stands out is she taught me to always be myself on the stage because that's what Gwen did. She was always her own unique individual, and, you know, she's thriving, and everyone knows and loves her, and she always wanted me to do the same. And she's boosted my confidence. She's helped me believe in myself, and she's just the most, phenomenal coach. I know one. Of the, there were a number of songs along the way. One that had stood out to me also was the uh, Lauren Daigle song, You Say. I was curious, in the, in the, in the knockout round, I was curious what uh, led you to choose that song. Yeah, um, that song is really meaningful to me because I think the message of it is really important. I think it could be sung to anyone. I kind of just sang it to the people in my life who have encouraged me to be the person I am today and everyone who's helped me you know, be at the position where I'm at because, you know, there are some haters in life and they're going to they're gonna get you down. And, like, they keep, like, sometimes your own head can kind of mess with you and um, it can be definitely tough, especially at being a teenager because it's not easy. But yeah. I think as long as you have a firm foundation and you know your own worth and it's like, who cares what anyone else thinks? The only people that matter are the people that, are going to be positive and there for you and actually know what they're talking about. Like, I believe what you say of me because it's true. Yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking I'm a, a dad of five and my kids are 10 to 22 and I can think about wanting to instill that in them. And especially in your case, because you had this obviously huge thing happening in your life, how do you anticipate or, or whether it's where you get it from as far as just being able to stay grounded, enjoy but not have that become your identity because it could also flip the other direction, right? You could become uh, full of yourself, actually, if you're not careful, right? As opposed to just humble and, and enjoying it and, and helping people along the way. Yeah, for sure. That's really all I want to do is I want to sing, but I want to make people happy. I want to move people. And I want to just help and inspire. Yeah. How about your, um, you had mentioned during, I think it was the opening round, uh, about your brother, which is a really neat story, about your uh, your brother with autism. Yeah, you just share about that in the foundation I think your mom started? Yeah, for sure. She's a foundation called Families in Arms. And what we do is um, we send families that have children with autism to Disney World who can't afford it because having a child with autism can be very emotionally and financially stressful with paying for therapy and stuff. So we kind of give families a chance to break away from that. Yeah, that's right. That was during, I think, their in conjunction uh, with Rainbow Connection. I think you had shared that as uh, among all the different songs you had done along the way. So, Yeah, that, that was definitely my favorite performance. That's very special. What a great time for you. As, as we get into the holiday time, how about for you anything, uh, just a chance to decompress and relax a little bit and soak in, and, and you know, what's been happening for you? Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm still kind of trying to soak it in and still kind of comprehending what happened because I still am not, I'm still in shock. I'm still in disbelief. Um, but I'm happy to be home for the holidays and spend time with my family because it's been a while since I've been home with them. So I'm just really excited to be back. 
Yeah. One other quick thing for you, Carter. Um, I think at some point you had shared during the journey about being bullied some, maybe because you're more, as a guy, artistically inclined rather than into sports as much. Uh, but that that's actually not a bad thing. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing, right? It's, just share about that and what for you've sure. learned. Yeah. Um, you know, I always thought it was not a good thing to be different. But as I get older and I'm getting a more wise perspective on things, I'm really learning that being different is absolutely really beautiful and it's not a bad thing at all if we were all the same like that'd be so boring (laughs) like i think our differences are what make us the people that we are yeah yeah last question for you too just about your mom and dad and your family i know it's very important to you anything in particular they they have helped you with as you've grown in over the years yeah they've just helped me have courage and they've helped me believe in myself they're the people that have always have always pushed me to follow my dreams, and I, I thank them for everything they've sacrificed for me and for me to follow my dreams because it, it just means everything to me. Well, just watching the video of them and how excited they were uh, for you along the way, including the blind audition, it's just very powerful. And, and to see that, that love for a parent to yeah, their child. for sure. So, well, have a wonderful holiday. Congratulations again, Carter. God bless you, and thanks for chatting today. No problem. Thank you having me all right take care bye-bye bye it's carter rubin who won uh, the voice 2020 season 19 earlier this week only 15 years old just turned 15 last month how about that the youngest male winner in uh, the voice is 20 or 19 seasons and there's a one young lady who was just a few weeks younger who won some time ago just for fun uh, for context um he it was kind of funny. He was asked about his family, and the and, and the judges were saying, you know, it's Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani and John Legend and Kelly Clarkson. They're saying, are your is your family musical? Your parents musical? He said, nope, they're not. <laughs> but but my grandfather was. He was actually in the group Jay and the Americans, who you may remember from this song. Let's play the opening piece of it. Uh, Rick Mango is the guy's name. He was in. Uh, he's Carter's grandfather, who we just spoke with, and he was with Jay and the Americans back in the '60s. This is a little snippet of that song. This magic moment So different and so new So Jay and the Americans, this magic moment. Rick Mango is the grandfather of Carter Rubin, who just won season 19 of The Voice. And uh, also referenced another song in there, Lauren Daigle's You Say, which is completely different. I want to put this on here for just for a moment as well. Uh, Carter sung this as one of the songs along his journey to becoming The Voice champion earlier this week. Listen to this for just a moment or two, then we have our pun segment on the way. And I believe oh, I believe what you say of me I believe Great song from Lauren Daigle and our guest just a few months ago, Carter Rubin took time to uh, sing that as part of his musical journey on The Voice. Wanted to give you a little idea of where Carter's coming from, too, and his musical choices and all that. We'll do a quick break, come back, and shift gears to our Now That's Punny segment. That's coming up in just a moment on WFIL. You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It is 4.56 in The Tim DeMoss Show. And this fine music can mean only one thing. Victoria, are you ready for now? That's punny. Are you set? I'm so ready for this. All right. Favorite day of the week. All right. Well, with good reason. You're not alone. 
Victoria, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? I heard it was great as far as the food goes, but there was no atmosphere. (laughs) Hey, Vic, why was Dumbo sad? Because because he felt irrelevant. (laughs) Not that this is a sad segment, but as long as we're on the sad topic, why was the cookie sad? Cookies aren't usually sad. Why? Because his mom was away for long. <laughs> Lately, I've been reading a book about, anti-gra- <laughs> about anti-gravity. You're already going to grade me before I give you the pun. Uh, I've been reading this book about anti-gravity, Victoria. It's impossible to put down. What would you do with a brain if you had one? Yeah, you like that one, don't you? <laughs> How does a penguin build its house? How? It glues it together. Thank you. I like that one. <laughs> I do too. Speaking of cold stuff and all that, uh, I met a now I can't find it. Well, forget that. <laughs> forget that segue. I met a guy who collected candy canes. Christmas coming up. They were all in mint condition. And on the polite golf clap note, we head out. Jim Maxim, Max 413 Ministries, leads in prayer next. Have a great weekend. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.